The car business is rapidly changing and modern car dealers are meeting the demand. I'm Michael Cirillo, and together we're going to explore what it takes to create a thriving dealership and life in the retail automotive industry. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with subject matter experts that are designed to help you grow. This is The Dealer Playbook. Welcome to this episode of the Dealer Playbook Podcast. You're getting just me this time, and it's because I want to set the table for you for the next several upcoming episodes. We're on the heels of NADA 2023 here in Dallas, and man, what a surreal experience to have NADA in my hometown. It was surreal being able to drive home and sleep in my own bed every night. And of course, anybody that I shared that with was like, oh, dude, you're so lucky. I am so lucky. I do not take it for granted. So amazing. The one gripe, if I were to make a gripe, is that what you do? Do you make gripes? Well, the one thing I would say, the only complaint is a week prior to NADA, It was 80 degrees. That's like, I don't know what that is. That's like 27 degrees Celsius. It was gorgeous in the Dallas Metroplex a week before NADA. And then we all converge 40, 50,000 retail automotive professionals converge on the city and it ends up snowing. We get the coldest weather we've ever had. And I said to my wife, I'm like, no, we finally have NADA in our hometown. And now it's the coldest week of the year and they're never going to want to come back. Please, NADA officials, if you are listening to this, please come back. Uh, and maybe that's where I want to start giving my my recap of the event um, and then set the table for what's coming. Um, as I walked around and conducted interviews and got to see so many of you that listen to the podcast, um, the vibe was really interesting. Unlike Las Vegas, where the energy is a little bit more, dare I say, chaotic. Um, It was really refreshing and kind of a widespread sentiment that at this event, everyone felt a little more focused. They were on the trade show floor a little more focused. They were kind of in shopping mode, research mode, more willing to have conversations. And as we all discussed this, the people that I ran into as we discussed this, I think the reason might be because while there were still after parties and big, you know, Grammy award winning uh, artists like Brad Paisley and Tim McGraw and, and DJ Diesel, AKA Shaquille O'Neal. Um, while there were fun things to do afterwards, while there was an abundance of restaurants and awesome locations to hang out, The vibe wasn't like, oh, let's go party. Let's go gamble. Let's go hang out at a casino. It was more focused. And so that's kind of my first observation from NADA um, this year is that people were more focused. People were more willing to have conversations. Using that now to segue into my next observation, um, you know, NADA is the time for 
buzzwords, right? We've we've talked about this on past episodes, myself and Dan Moore, CEO at Vista Dash. We've talked about this. We chuckle about it. Every NADA, there tends to be some buzzwords like, like uh, I mean, I gosh, I've been at this so long now. I remember when SEO was the big thing. And then of course, big data was the the buzz. And and then it was first party data. And this time around, it was Google Analytics for lots of t- conversation about that, of course, because we're we're approaching the window that uh, Google is sunsetting their universal analytics product and bringing in uh, Google Analytics for. Uh, so there's lots to talk about that. But there was also quite a bit of talk about the concept of returning Back to the basics. It seemed like I conducted several interviews and had many more conversations with people throughout the event who were like, you know what? There's a call to return back to the basics. And can I just be critical for a minute? Can I be critical for a minute? (laughs) Um. How do we return back to something that wasn't widespread adopted to begin with? Now, I say critical because I don't want to be cynical, but I do want to be critical. I think it's important that we think critically about the business. How do you return to something that people who have come into the business over the last couple of years, especially during this pandemic era, have never had to adopt? We're, we're, we're coming out of a time period the last couple of years where the, the old dot matrix printer in the back room could sell six cars a month. The chairs in the showroom, if we really dug into the numbers, we might be able to attribute four or five or six car sales a month to each one of them. But I was listening to a presentation, you know, when you walk into this, um, this conference center, NADA had a live stage set up right by where people would register. It was a really cool setup and they would have live presentations. And one of the first ones that I caught was a gentleman discussing how they are starting to see a trend line return back to pre-pandemic conditions. And we know all of the reasons why that is. Inflation rates are up. So uh, or sorry, interest rates are up. So people are starting to consider hanging on to the money, maybe seeing what's going to happen in the market. Inflation is skyrocketing. I mean, people are paying more for basic necessities than ever before. And so they're starting to shift their focus to preservation mode a little bit. Um, still supply chain shortages. We're starting to see price dropping um, across the board for dealers. I mean, look at what's happening with Tesla, where they're dropping their the prices of their vehicles like crazy. Uh, P.S. I mean, cutthroat move, but kind of really smart. Like, you look at Elon Musk, who's discounting the price of new Teslas by like 20 grand. And anybody who's hanging on to a Tesla right now needs to like just start giving them away as birthday presents or something. Get off that inventory. But there are a lot of contributing factors into why we are starting to return or see the trend line slip back to pre-pandemic conditions. This speaker was saying like, hey, now is the time to pay attention to your frivolous expenditures. Now is the time to remember what it was like, so to speak. But that worries me a little bit because so many people came into the business in the last couple of years 
who have never experienced pre-pandemic. They only experience pandemic uh, conditions, market conditions. That is the baseline for them. And I guess for me, I see what people are trying to say throughout the industry. I understand the sentiment of returning to the basics, but I think more important than that, if we can move it to tangible action, is that we need to make a list of what those basics are. We talk a lot about them here on the podcast, building relationships of trust. It's funny on YouTube, somebody left a comment on one of my YouTube shorts. If you haven't checked them out, go go check them out there. I'd love if you subscribe to the YouTube channel. But he was like, I can't see a time in my life when I would ever want to build a relationship with a car sales professional. Ah, Dagger to the heart, dude. I was like, well, I, I, I responded. I was like, I'm sorry you've never had a good experience. Like, dang. And he wrote back and it was something like, no, I just really cannot consider why I would care enough. Like my job is to get the vehicle for as cheap as possible. Your job is to sell it to me for as much as possible. And then we find middle ground and then we go our separate ways. Interesting outlook. But when we look at returning to the basics, it's all about building relationships. It's all about having a service mindset over a profit mindset. It's about going above and beyond, considering what it means to be a good human being who offers great service, doing things that no other sales professional or car dealership is willing to do or even willing to think of. Um, It's shocking to me how many dealers are handcuffed and my heart goes out to them are handcuffed by weird regulations, um, weird uh, you know, antiquated mindsets that are limiting their ability to reach out into the community in a more impactful way. And so this call to basics definitely should include building relationships of trust and having a positive impact in the community and going above and beyond. The other side of it is definitely watching the expenditures. You know, we've had some accounting accountants on the show who talk about creative ways to not only move money around, but definitely get a good grasp on where your money is going. I think that is going to be so important. The third thing that I would consider a basic is continuing with your marketing. I know when the, when there's a constrictive, you know, forces in the market that the the first thing we do is cut marketing. I don't think that's the time to do that. This next phase of the automotive business is going to present to us one of the greatest opportunities of wealth creation that the new generation who's never experienced pre-pandemic conditions in the market is ever going to have perhaps in their life. They might get another chance at it, but right now is the best time for wealth creation. I really believe that. And in order to do that, you need to let people know you exist. More important to that, it's not just about running ads and saying all the same crap that every other dealership in your area says, it's going to be about developing your brand. Who are you? What do you want to be known for? How do you want to be known for that? And what then action plan are you going to take to distribute that message out into the marketplace? So marketing is a must, but branding especially is a must. And for those of you who perhaps still consider that branding is your logo and your colors and the way things look. It's so much more than that. I want you to consider how you want people to feel. And we really need to pay attention to that. So on the one side, critical, like returning back to something you've never adopted. I know that sounds harsh, but you know, I love you. 
On the flip side, I think it's really important to say, okay, I'm not just going to, I'm not going to return to it. I'm actually going to line item my priorities of what those basics are and then implement an action plan around each of them. So that's a big takeaway for me. Of course, it's always great to connect with industry associates to feel the energy, lots of energy, lots of content creation happening. Um, I was blown away by the, the, uh, expensive equipment and booths and and microphones and lights and everyone seemed to have a stage and and um, that sort of a thing. And so it only goes to validate how important content creation is, which, of course, feeds into the marketing thing uh, because everybody's adopted it. Super cool. Um, definitely fun hanging out with the boys at a Sodu. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, you definitely should check them out. And of course, you know, like I said, just being able to run in and rub shoulders with so many people from all over the world, from, you know, everywhere from Holland and Germany to New Zealand, United States, Canada. It's always fun to connect with this industry. Of course, at time of recording this, the temperatures have only gotten colder and it is a sheet of ice out there in Dallas. So for those of you that are stuck in Dallas, stay warm. Um, for those of you that made it out, look forward to staying connected with you. And of course, on the topic of being able to connect with so many of you, what you're going to hear in the next four, five, maybe six episodes are conversations that I had right there live at NADA with so many awesome individuals. Uh, I can't wait for you to hear those conversations. Now, the audio, like we're not going to be sitting in the studio. It was me, a tripod, a camera and microphones finding a quiet corner at NADA. But the conversations were so compelling um, and I can't wait for you to hear them. So stay tuned for those episodes. And of course, if you haven't yet subscribed, Make sure you do that. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe and bell notification so that you get notified when new episodes come out on Spotify. So many of you are finding me on Spotify, which is tremendous. Thank you so much. And of course, you can watch the full episodes and put faces to names and names to faces on YouTube. So make sure that you subscribe and hit the bell notifications and make sure that they are turned on. And until next time, keep the playbook open and dominate. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. Thanks for listening.